Hi, everyone. It is season two of the Let It Be podcast. I'm your host, Becky Sigenfus. Join my friends and me as we share conversations about little things, big things, all the things. This is your time. So whatever you have to do, let it go, let it wait, let it be. Hi, friends. Welcome to season two of the Let It Be podcast. I cannot believe that we've been going at this for six months now. And for those of you who listen regularly, you know that I took a little break the month of January. I had no idea that in 2021, I was going to be launching a podcast and a month later starting a new job in the corporate world. So all of that has been an adjustment. And honestly, I just needed a few weeks of Sabbath. And I'll probably get into that at a later date. But because this is a new year, I wanted to kick it off with a subject that many of us deal with our entire lives. And whether you are a teenager or a young adult or someone who has a few more seasons behind them like I do, we wrestle and also enjoy our seasons of friendships. And so I wanted to kick off this year with one of my bestie besties and introduce you to someone who has made an incredible impact in my own life and an incredible impact in many lives around her. We have climbed mountains together. We have sat in the valleys together. And she has just shared so much with me um, in my life as we've had babies in the same seasons and are raising kids in the same seasons. And um, I just love her to death. And I know you will too. So I want to introduce you to my bestie, Amber Ayers. Welcome to the show. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I am just finally so happy to be here. I'm like, when is she going to call me? <laughs> I feel a little offended. <laughs> well, it's funny because I do remember when I started the show saying to you that I wanted to have you on. And honestly, to those of you listening, she will probably come back because she has quite a story, a backstory um, out of the circumstances that she came from. And for me today, I kind of want to go down a different path, um, just exploring, exploring the years that we've been friends and things like that. But yeah, there's lots to talk about in your life. <laughs> so much. I'm actually like, how are we going to do this in 30 to 40 minutes? I because I have so many awesome things I want to share. <laughs> I, know. I know you do. And it's funny because when we were, for those of you listening, I often give conversation points before I interview guests because sometimes I know my guests really well and sometimes they're new friends. And so for you, I said, since we know each other so well, I want it to be completely authentic and let's just go for it. Let's wing it. Let's oh wing it. Oh boy. You know me well enough. You probably shouldn't have done that. It's a little dangerous. It'll probably be a comedy spot too. I'm going to hold back. I promise. Um, well, why don't you just tell us a little bit about a little bit about who you are. I mean, I know if you told your full right. life story, um, it might take a little while, yeah. but just a little bit about like where you come from, how we met, what you do, kids you have, all those things. Yeah. Um, well, I'm a wife. Um, we've been married 20 years, 21 years. How many years have we been married? You've been married 21. 21. It'll be 22 <laughs> this year. Yes. Thank you. See, that's another reason why I need you around. <laughs> Keep track of all my stats. Um, we have, you got married at what age? Well, yeah, I'll tell you what age, but then I won't tell you what year, so you won't know how old I am. <laughs> no, um, 
I was uh, 18 and my husband was 19. We were babies. I mean, babies. Yeah. Babies. That would be Elle getting married in two years. Oh, Elle, no. No, <laughs> Elle, no. Oh, boy. Yeah. No, it was dangerous and glorious all in the same. But um, so 21 years. Yep. Um, we have four children. Three are our birth children. And one is uh, we have custody slash, you know, adoption. Yep. Um, and most of our immediate, even extended family live within, I mean, goodness, 15 miles of us. So we are surrounded by a lot of people that we love super yeah. close, which yeah. can be, you know, great. And, um, but we, um, we are a super active family. I work in the corporate world as well. Mm -hmm. Um, my husband is self-employed and we also own a business, um, a another business. Uh, Give it a plug. A Buzzbull Creamery. Yeah. Um, that we are expanding really across the United States and beyond. And um, that has been a labor of love over the years as well. So we're very busy um, yeah. uh, in, our, in our personal lives. So, yeah. And we met at church years ago. Um, I mean, I think we would have met when we started at that church, it was 2003 and is that right. Yeah. 2003. And so we met then, but do you remember when we really became close? Was it when we were both pregnant with our youngest? Well, I was thinking through that, um, <clears throat> because I feel like, you know, it's like, I feel like I've known you forever. But yet, like, you know, like, yeah. really, like, when I look back, I think, good grief, like. Well, it's been most of our adult lives. Yeah, it's been a long time. So I think we really, I mean, but I have a, like, sometimes I have a really bad memory. It's almost embarrassing. But do you remember when Keith was, which is my husband. Oh. Was refinishing yes. your guys' basement. Yes. So that would have been, I had just had Kate. So that was 2006. Okay. When he was finished. Yeah, yeah. When he was finishing it. Yeah. And you're right. That's when we kind of. I think so. I, yeah. Because I remember I have pictures of like little Reed and Kate sitting in a Actually, chair in the living room. No, I had, we had just had, I, cause I, I think I watched Cash one of those days yeah, when he did. came and worked. So we had just had Cash and Drew. Oh, I okay. might've been pregnant with Drew actually. Okay. Maybe so. Because yeah. I, yeah. And I remember, I mean, obviously I remember you being pregnant with Elle. Yeah. And I, re I mean, but we had just come to the church yeah. and you guys were at the time working with, no, you were, you were working with fourth and fifth graders. Yes. Yes. So, yep. and, and the way the church, the way this church had like their small groups, basically they were on Sunday nights, but that was also the night that all of the small groups for young kids met. So yes. like that was kind of your small group. You it were was. leading the fourth and fifth graders. Yeah. And then we were meeting with a small group. And so our lives didn't really intersect for a while. No, no, right. Because we were so invested with a lot of the kids that yeah. we missed out on a lot of the young adult things. Right. Nabbit. Right. But, but you were young. I mean, we were young. You were young parents. Oh, because we didn't mention that. You got married at 18 and then 18 to 19. And then you had Kaylin a little over a year later, right? Yeah. She and was your born second. almost two years later, but we, okay. so we, we got pregnant with her about a year in. So okay. quickly. So you were I mean, babies yeah. having babies. Oh yeah. I mean, no wonder. <laughs> I mean, no wonder. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I always tell her, sweetheart, I love you. You were our guinea pig. Yeah, I know. We failed so hard with you, but we still love you. 
So, um, so yeah. then, yeah, so we then really became friends um, a couple years later. And honestly, since then, it's just been... I know. I don't even really know how to describe it. Yeah. Um, like you said, and I'm sure all of you listening have friends like that where you just become fast friends. I mean, I think typically your best friends are ones that you just connect with instantly. There's not like this slow growth of, of friendship. And, um, and that's how it has been for us. But we've had our trials too. Yes. yes. And I think sometimes when life, um, puts you in really hard circumstances, you weather those seasons in different ways mm-hmm. through different relationships mm-hmm. and through different friendships. Yep. Yep. Well, we, um, truthfully being married as young as we were, a lot mm-hmm. of our friends went off to college Sure, and we were married and we hung back and had, I mean, honestly, we spent several new years like Eve's in the basement of my grandparents' home with them and their friends playing scategories. (laughs) I mean, really, I mean, they, I mean, you know, kind of, I little, I still to this day, my husband calls me a geriatric (laughs) because I just have tendencies where I'm like falling back into the old habits again. (laughs) The days I spent with, you know, the older folks. Yes. Um, Which actually that's honestly worth mentioning that you were, well, tell us a little bit about your background. Well, so, and, and I actually, because I was thinking through this, like I probably need to share a little bit because I do want to talk about our seasons of friendship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, briefly growing up, we moved quite a bit. And, and so there were, I kind of conditioned myself to keep people at arm's length mm-hmm. where I've thought, well, what's the, why, why invest in this person or allow this person to like know me intimately when we're not going to be around each other for much longer because we're probably going to move in a few months anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I learned early on to, um, I, I think it was more of a, to protect my heart, not even knowing I was doing it, mm-hmm. keeping people at arm's length. And so that, um, that carried over into my young adult life. And I, in, in my early twenties, um, cause again, some of my girlfriends that I had in high school, they, they went off and did the normal thing and went yeah. to college. I mean, I was the weirdo that got married. Yeah. So, um, so what, so I really didn't have a lot of friends, close friends at home in my, my early twenties. It was just my husband and I. And so then as people were coming back and young people were attending the church that we were at, um, I mean, I was surrounded by a lot of people who I really did love, but I just still kind of kept them at an arm's length and kept relationships very surface level. Which is funny because I remember when we came to the church, seeing you and Keith and thinking, oh my goodness, they're like the popular couple. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) Well, we were amongst the 50 to 90 year olds. I mean, listen, we had them in our back pocket. (laughs) They loved us and we loved them. That's all we knew. (laughs) So you kept friends at arm's length. So yeah. So, um, and I, and again, it, it wasn't anything that I really even thought through. Yeah. It was just like your subconscious yeah. way of yeah. managing relationships. Right. And it was just to protect myself because truthfully, I really think, you know, being a little older and having time to reflect and God really revealing things to me to help me grow, um, that it, I, it was just, it was just something, it was just, a, I mean, I conditioned myself young doing that mm-hmm. and I really lost out on so many things because of it. I thought I was protecting myself, but really I was settling for so much less doing that. So, um, but it's what you'd known. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, um, until I met you, (laughs) 
<laughs> Cue the music. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and <laughs> truthfully, I mean, really, I, I, I say that it is, it's funny, but it is the truth. My, my husband and I have, we have I had plenty of time to talk about it. And um, <laughs> 21 years. And um, he has said the same thing. He said, you have... And, and he, you know, he knows me intimately and knows the, you know, all the good things and all the sour things about me. And he had stated that to me one time. He said, you had not let any of your girlfriends in until you met Becky. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. I mean, I, I, I really think that finally, like God was like, I don't know if he was softening my heart. I don't know what, I don't, I don't know. But through the years, it's something now that I've, I look back on and I, um, man, I'm just so grateful for some of the things that God has revealed that I, you know, I can let some barriers down. And, and now I have some really great relationships with women who I adore and I, you know, would take a bullet for them. And, you know, and I've, so thankful now that I'm not missing out on that level of intimacy that I was for so many years. Yeah, we have, and we've talked a lot about the fact, and I'm sure a lot of people feel this way, but some people don't that you and Keith are, we equally love each other. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I love Keith just as much as Andy loves Keith yeah. and right. he loves you just as much as I love you. Yeah. And it's really rare to find yeah. couples where you're both, mm-hmm enjoy each other, can vacation together, can just sit and watch TV together, all of those things. And we're fortunate enough. I mean, I know you are too, because we share a very similar circle, but we're fortunate enough to have like most of our, all of our, all of our close friends. We have relationships like that where we love the spouses as much as we love, you know, the opposite, I know, which is, is such a gift. It is because I've, you know, and I think that could be why maybe some relationships don't last quite a long time maybe is because sometimes when you have a spouse that doesn't care for the other one or whatever sometimes it's harder to meet up and do things because you always have to do it as a a single person technically right right. and take time away from the family or what have you when you can enjoy each other's company together man it just it helps yeah I agree. And, you know, and I think about, cause I, the whole purpose of kind of us sharing our story and our friendship is that I want others to kind of learn from, again, we have seasons behind us yeah, and I want listeners to learn from what, what I've learned, what you've learned in our own friendships yep. and take some of those principles and apply them no matter how old you are, mm-hmm. where you are right now. Oh yeah. It is so critical. First of all, for all of the youngins listening, it is so critical to choose mm-hmm. who is going to be your, I had a friend describe friendships as um, a house and you've got family room friends, mm-hmm. you've got driveway friends and you've got front yard friends. Yeah. And the family room friends mm-hmm. are the ones that you need to, mm-hmm. to date almost, yeah. which I know sounds a little bit crazy, But that's, Mm -hmm. those are the friends. If you're going to let them into your world and you're going to be vulnerable with them, you're going to be authentic with them. You're going to climb the mountains Mm -hmm. and sit in the valleys with them. Mm -hmm. You need to choose them wisely. Yes. And I think that when we're younger, that's a really hard lesson because we often too quickly let friends into the family room Mm -hmm. who then end up not being able to carry our heart Mm-mm. well yeah. and to they they take more than they give mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. they betray us in yep. some way yep. and some of it comes from just maturing and yep. learning and experiencing 
Um, but I also kind of wish that that illustration would have been given to me oh, years ago because it's a great illustration to think is. of. Your family room should be pretty small. Right. Your driveway can be much larger. Yes. And your front yard, the more the merrier. Exactly. That is so true. But you don't want to, and you don't want to allow your family room friends to end up in the front yard. No. Because you've neglected investing mm-hmm. in that friendship. Yep. Yep. Again, and that, again, see that if I would have just known, you yeah, know, my right. early twenties and, and honestly, even into my early thirties, like yeah. just lessons that were learned yeah. that, boy, I'm just so grateful for, for God really revealing some things, um, in my life. Yeah. And, and me you know? too. And yeah. me too. Yeah. Um, I think so. one of the greatest lessons I've learned through relationships and through friendships, and I know that this is, I'm going to be tre- completely transparent here. Um, and I know that this is a struggle for many women. So, and men too, but yeah. specifically women is guarding our tongues. Oh, and, yeah. and I'm not, I'm not just talking about gossiping because no. I think that's like a black and white we mm-hmm. can, but even just keeping things close to our chest. Yeah. I mean, Proverbs says so much yep. about, being slow to speak, yep. quick to listen, yep. um, guarding our mm-hmm. tongues, words, I mean, mm-hmm. words matter. I've seen that so much recently yeah. just on social media, how much yeah. words matter in both ways. Oh yeah. Cutting people down and building people up. Yep. Oh, absolutely. And again, those are lessons because I, you know, previously would even have a tendency to completely shut down and not say enough. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and I think that can wound as much Absolutely. as saying too much. And yeah. so, you know, then that leaves people speculating all over the place. I mean, then your imagination takes over and, and it's, you know, so, um, definitely relationships are beautiful and they, they're messy mm-hmm. and they just teach us so much about ourselves. And that's why some people just, they, I get, they're hermits because they don't yeah. want to be involved right. with them because they take a lot of work, but they're so worth it. Yeah. 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 So we journeyed on, um, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to think of like the years. I mean, we have vacation together with our yep. kids. Our yep. kids have been in school together. Yep. You, I, our kids yep. have spent lots of time yep. at your house yep. and in your swings. And yes. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> on our trampoline. On, your, on that dang trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, Amber had the least safe trampoline <laughs> in the neighborhood. <laughs> it had like some springs missing. Oh, I have a video <laughs> no of net. springs launching off and you could <laughs> see the rust and then you could hear the spring boing, and you'd hear it launch into a tree and it would be like implanted in a tree. If that went, that would go straight through a human's chest cavity. I mean, it was like the most dangerous thing on the planet. And I was like, sure, children from all the neighborhood, come jump on my trampoline. But they had fun and thank God. I mean, nobody got hurt except for my daughter. So that's okay. Oh, that's right. She yeah. did have a very traumatic yeah. trampoline yes, experience. Yes, she did. She broke her face pretty much yeah, and geez. ended up going to the hospital. And But she's fine. Yeah. Um, so we've gone through a lot of, and we've had, gosh, we have so many just great memories and fun memories. Um, but we also had a breakup. We did. So... So how do we want, so can we do, dive into that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, let's do that first. Okay. I want to do that first and then yeah, we yeah. can talk about some of the fun stories yeah. and memories. Sure. And, so, um, <clears throat> do you want me to just kind of go ahead and talk? Yeah, okay. I can add. I mean, we, we, this isn't like shocking 
conversation between the two of us. So oh, no, no. You're so, not going to say anything that's going to surprise me and yeah, I won't say anything that's going to no, surprise me. No, right. So um, kind of what we were talking about before with me um, uh, keeping people at arm's length or whatever. So uh, I'm glad we, I was able to share that a little bit. But um, the church we were at, we were there for like 20, 20 years or something. I mean, I don't, not even, not 20, but you know, we were there a really long well, time. I guess it was because I went there in high school yeah, and everything. Yeah, it would have been. So um, during this, this particular season that we, I, I like to say we hit pause Oh, that's better than yeah. a breakup. Yeah. See, you're so sweet. Yeah, I really do. It was a pause. Um, was really a season that was hit. It was a, a pause really in our entire life because it mm-hmm. wasn't just a relationship with you. It was mm-hmm. relationships with just about everybody around mm-hmm. us. And um, we were, so so just for people listening, and so I don't have to go into too much detail, but just to give a little bit of, um, you know, like understanding around decisions that were made. Mm -hmm. Um, we were in a season of life that it was, uh, I don't, uh, maybe all consuming. So we had way too many irons in the fire. Yeah. We, yeah. Which is, uh, you guys do a lot. Yeah. I mean, you manage a lot. Yeah. So then when, there's an uptick in some kind of, I won't say crisis, but when things start to shift and, mm-hmm. and shake a little bit, there's just a lot more to manage, a lot of plates to keep spinning yes. when the foundation isn't as strong. Yes. And that's exactly in that. And I, and I'm going to use the word season a lot and people are going to probably gag, but it, I, it's the truth because yeah. it's not forever. It's a season then mm-hmm. seasons change. Mm-hmm. And during the season of life, we had, a full plate. And when I say full, things were starting to drop off because it was so full. Mm-hmm. And and when we made the decision to leave that the church we were at, um, there are so many things surrounding that that it that was really hard. Yeah. And people listening, if they've listened all along, they've heard our story. Andy yeah. and I have shared that together. Um, but for those of you who didn't, we just had in in Typical, not I say, should say typical, common ways. When we left, it was a hard exit. Yeah, and because it was a hard exit, and because you guys were our best friends, it was hard for you too. Yes, because yes. you were tethered to us, right? And so, um, and and I just I, and I, you know this. I mean, I know this. My husband knows this. Our children know this. Um, when we left, it was our decision and something that wasn't, you woke up the next morning and, and did. God had been truly working on our hearts for this pause that we were getting ready to really, you want to say a pause, embark on. Mm-hmm. Because um, just like this last year in 2020, all of our schedules were forced to be cleared, yes. you know, and we didn't really have a choice in that. Um but for us at, during this season, we were intentionally clearing our schedules and we were looked at like, looked at like we had a third eye growing out of our forehead because like who like cancels life? Well, we were the weirdos that did that. And we just felt like we were in a war zone during that time. We, um, we were spiritually. Oh, spiritually, 
uh, physically exhausted because this was during the time that we were starting this new company while mm-hmm. I was working in corporate America. Mm-hmm. My husband was running his, uh, his company, mm-hmm. you know, so then there was this third huge beast of a business that we were starting. I mean, there was air mattresses in the basement of this place as we were trying to open it. I mean, our kids were in tears at night because they would go a week without really seeing us mm-hmm. because we were so invested in getting this up and running. And, um, and then during this, we were making a decision to make it an exit from a church that we had been at for a really long time for different reasons. And that was a really hard season, um, and circumstance or whatever. And so through all of this time has passed. And, and when you and Andy were deciding, like, I think we might be launching a church and going mm-hmm. through the process to maybe plant, mm-hmm. you know, and of course there's so much between there mm-hmm. and all the things right from point A to point B. Yeah. We were just, my husband said it, I think not that long ago. And I was like, that is a good way of describing it. It was like going down the fast lane in the highway and the highway is filled with cars and you're weaving through them at top speed. It's just a matter of time before you're going to crash and burn. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how we felt. We mm-hmm. just felt our marriage. I mean, I, I felt our marriage was even on the rocks. I mean, it was just a really, really challenging time in our life. Mm-hmm. And so we had to make the decision to just, and we didn't really even have a good explanation for it. And yeah. that was the thing. People wanted answers and we didn't even have answers to give yeah. them. Mm-hmm. You know, we just were like, we just have to hit pause and take a minute and just say yes to just a few things just to like get ourselves back on sturdy ground again. And so that's what we did. We just mm-hmm. literally hit pause and kind of um, like went on a sabbatical, like, like just stopped. Yeah. And we ended up going to a church that um, a family member had gone to, but we had no connection to whatsoever. I mean, we knew not a single soul in that building. I mean, and we just went and just kind of sat. We wanted to go to where we could just almost disappear. Mm -hmm. And we had served for so many years in so many capacities, um, at our previous church that, on top of doing regular life and then serving at the level we did, it was like every area of our life was like on burnout mode. Yeah. Full capacity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so we, I I loved that season and I hated that season Mm -hmm. because it was so hard Mm -hmm. um, because I love people. Yeah, you do. And I, it was really hard, but man, it was exactly what we needed Mm -hmm. in that season because God did so much in me and even my husband during that time that we wouldn't have, if we wouldn't have hit pause and we would have kept ourselves busy with all the things that we were um, involved with, I'd be the same person I was. I mean, I just am so thankful I'm not that same person. We learned so many like really hard things actually during that time. I know I second guess myself so many times where I'm like, Ooh, I, Oh man. Like, God was just convicting me in areas. And I, there was times that I'm like, that's not true. Mm-hmm. I'm not that way. Yeah, you are. Mm-hmm. And so it, it was just a season that we just, we didn't have really, again, no, not many close friends around mm-hmm. us because we chose to back ourselves off. And then um, our marriage grew during, I don't even know how, how long, almost like that season was a little bit of a blur. blur. I think it was about, I think it was about three years. Was it really? Two, two, two to, to three. Two to three, Well, yeah. when did you, okay, here, we could figure this out. Because um, our kids, because I, I do want to tell the story because I just want 
to honor you with this memory. Um, our kids were in the Kate and um, yeah, Kate and Reed were in sixth grade. Were they for that wow. orchestra concert? Was that oh, was it? For, oh, it might have been. It was middle school. Was it seventh grade? Or was it six? Oh, no, it would have been seventh. They did okay. the orchestra in sixth. Okay. So seventh grade. Okay. So they're now in ninth. Yep. No, that doesn't mm, sound right. I think it had to have been six. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that when they can start an instrument? I don't know. I think it is. I think they test the waters in sixth grade. Okay. And then, gosh, I don't remember now. But I think that that would sound right because they're in ninth now. Six, seven, Yeah, because they didn't attend the school that they, because that was at the, yeah, you're right. I think oh, it yeah. was. Yep. You're right. Yep. 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 Okay. So it must have been sixth grade was when we kind of reconnected. Yes. And I, I, gosh, I don't know. It was well, two or three years. Yeah. That's okay. I mean, and somewhere that, around there because that, yeah. you guys moved too during that. Yeah. Cause we used to be neighbors ish. Yeah. Yeah. So we used to be neighbors ish, which, um, and we did, made a decision to also like actually move from that home that we were in. Um, and finally, so however long it was, let's just say a couple years. I'm yeah. not sure the church that we were at, we hadn't, we made a promise, my husband and I to ourselves for a solid year, we were going to say no to any type of service in the church because we just needed a time of rest yeah. and to heal. Mm-hmm. We really did. Yeah. And so we did. And I'm telling you, for me, that was super hard because I'm like, Oh, I just want to, mm-hmm. I can't like, I remember saying this to myself and to my husband, I can just at least go help in the nursery. I right. mean, you know, just little things. And right. he's like, babe, we are, we are hitting pause. Yeah. And it was hard. And I, there were times I just wanted to go really just run over here to you and just cry. But I'm like, I just, we just needed to hit pause. There were so much still mm-hmm. going on, even from the exit of the church that we were at and almost like residual. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know, you know, the fallout type of thing. And, and it just, we just had, it was just what we had to do. Well, maybe, so after the first year we sat and just, um, really just rested Mm -hmm. at this church. And I really do believe this was a place God had for us at that time, because during this season is when we brought in my nephew. Right. And, um, he was quite literally dropped on our doorstep. And so, um, and he's been with us now for, I don't know how long, five years, close to five years, four or five years. And so um, that, ch- that church had a, a really unbelievable um, like ministry for foster children mm-hmm. and, and, the, and the adults who help with foster care. And so even though he wasn't technically a foster child, you know, he, he was family. And, but it was this very, you know, the same thing. And yeah. so we were able to glean a lot of wisdom from a lot of people who had lived in that seat, then that life um, sure. for years. And so that, um, man, did that help us. And so a couple years in, we were, we were, um, at that point, I think I was leading like a little small group for some girls and my husband oh, was right. helping a guy right. do a small group. And it was coming to the time where we had to like, you know, recommit right for the next year. Mm -hmm. And we both just did not, we couldn't just sign off on it. And we, we were like, we just want to be with our community who we love, which is our friends. Mm -hmm. And so that's when we really just started feeling a tugging. We, we just were like, we can't recommit. We can't recommit. And, um, that kind of led us into that next 
that next season, the next season, <laughs> the season. Yeah. But, so, and that is, and that's kind of where I want to pick up a little bit. Um, because during, and again, and this is how relationships go. And I love that you said you, you called it a pause because what keeps going through my mind is God was preparing you for the pause. Yes. And we don't usually think about God preparing us for a rest Mm-mm. or a wait. Yeah. We usually think he's preparing us for what the next thing is to do. Mm-hmm. And I even think of that as you've said that, he was preparing us too. Uh-huh. Um, he revealed to me some things about our friendship where I, I had made our friendship a little bit of an idol in my life where I felt um, a little territorial of our friendship. And, and I think that God needed that separation to teach me, hey, 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 this is a gift that I've given you. Yeah. It's not something to worship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it did, I think the reason it felt like a breakup to me is that we, we were hurt. We were hurt because of life. Life yes. had hurt us. Yes. And so when you're hurt, like you're a child, you just want everyone to come yep. to you yep. and help heal your hurt. Yes. And when other people who are close to you are hurting also, yep. it's, it either becomes like a toxic codependent yes. relationship or it becomes nothing. Uh-huh. Yep. And for us, so that, I mean, that was something that God really taught me, but I, I feel like it was, um, you know, when you break up with a boyfriend, I mean, <laughs> you know, forever ago. Well, I don't know because my husband's you, been my only boyfriend. Yeah. I'm so lame, uh, but, <laughs> but I can imagine. But there's yeah. that like, Hey, have you talked to him? Have you yes, seen him? Exactly. Have you? And I felt like, I felt like there was some of that. Like, uh-huh. have, you, have you talked to her? Have yes. you heard from her? Yes. And it, or, or, hey, I saw her at Kroger. And it just, it was yes. just so weird, this like season of, of weirdness. Yes. But at the same time, again, I'm so glad. And this is a way that I feel, because I mentioned this earlier, I've learned some hard lessons about being loose-lipped. And yep. I'm so grateful yep. that I had learned those lessons prior to this pause because I was committed to not talking badly about you, yep. to not talking, to not expressing my hurts to other people in any way that it could seem slanderous. Yep. And I think that God just really used that time to preserve what was going to come mm-hmm. again and be birthed again. Yes. Yes. So when we were at, and this is my memory, we were at our kids because Reed and Kate are the same age uh-huh. and they didn't have a lot of interaction in school just because the school district's so big, but they yeah. were in orchestra together. Yep. And, or was it choir? Maybe, I, don't I don't know. It I was something know. musical I because know. I remember they were both in white shirts and black bottoms. <laughs> yeah, they were. And Andy and I were sitting in the center of a row close to the front. Yes. And yes. all of a sudden, do you remember this? I do. All of a sudden, we f- we both felt a presence <laughs> next to us, and you go, go, go. and Keith had divided down the the <laughs> I almost said the highway down the aisles, and Keith was coming, and we I mean we had not talked in two to three years, yeah, uh-huh. like not texted, no, not talked. Yeah, I don't know what was going on in your life unless yep. I happen to see something on social media. Yep. and Keith comes and sits down to, next to Andy, <laughs> and you come and sandwich me. <laughs> And we weren't letting you escape this. Time. I remember <laughs> it was, um, but I want to honor you with that because that is such a step of, I don't know if it was obedience from God or if it was just boldness to say, you know what, it's time to put this behind us. Yeah. But, um, 
I remember sitting there and, and like <laughs> as the concert or whatever it was went on. That's probably why we don't really remember <laughs> anything. <laughs> At least they're terrible. I remember feeling the tension just kind of drop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we stood in the parking lot for yep. like 20 minutes. Yep. And I remember our kids were like, can we go? Uh-huh. Can we go? Yeah, yeah. And we talked yeah. just about nothing. Yeah. And then. It was cool because I remember you texted me maybe the next day and saying, hey, do you want to go on a walk sometime when it warms up? Yeah. And then then and then you texted me again like the next day and it was a Wednesday. I yes. don't know. I remember that. And you just said, I know our lives are crazy, but is there any chance you guys are free and we can just go grab dinner? Oh, that's right. And so we went down to two cities in downtown we did. Mason. I do remember that now. And yep. we sat for, I think it was four hours. Yeah. Yes. And we just talked yeah. through everything. Yes. That, you know, and that, so the day that we just walked up to you guys and sat next to you um, at that concert. Yeah, was that planned? Was that planned? No, we didn't know you guys. We had no idea. Oh, right. Sure. We had no idea. But we, um, I had said that God was really like, we weren't going to sign pen to paper. Like we weren't going to commit to any more service at that. Mm -hmm. We just really felt like we just wanted we had a desire to hit play again and be back with our community and we we had the business was opened and things were going and um we had some stability with our youngest who we brought in Mm -hmm, and things mm -hmm. like that so we're just in a different season of life and some of the um most of the situation that when we had left the church had settled and the dust had settled and so it was Mm -hmm. just a different season and so we were just like oh man we miss our friends and we we miss our family our friends who are family and so um we were really wanting to come a visit our our our, our, we always say our church but you know our church you know Mm -hmm. and so um we obviously we hadn't reached out to anybody at that point, but yeah. this is just what is stirring in both mine and my husband's heart. Yeah. And so it just so happened that we were at that concert yeah. and we saw you both sitting up there because we were towards we were in the back or whatever. And so I looked at Keith and I was like, I was like, is that the Ziggs? And he was like, yes. And I was like, let's let's go sit with them. And he was like, really? Like, cause he was ready. Mm. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, okay. And we literally didn't discuss it prior. We had no idea. We just were like, because truthfully, I like, I just have always had a love in my heart for you. And so it's like almost as if nothing you could have done could have like soured that. And even in that moment, if you were to like, would have looked at me and been like, uh, <laughs> flee from me, Satan or whatever, <laughs> I would have just been like, no, I'll just sit here and we'll just be sour at each other. Like, you know, I really just yeah. didn't even, it didn't matter. I just felt, I really just felt like it didn't matter. And so that's what we did. Yeah. And, it, and I'm just so, aren't you grateful? Like there, I feel like there has been no, oh, I feel like God just, there's not even, there's not even a scar. No. I just feel like God really bound up those wounds. Yeah. And and healed them. I, I do too. Uh, and, and we've talked about it yeah. um, where it, it has been a supernatural yeah. healing uh-huh. that God did. Oh, yeah. In for our sure. friendship. For sure. And Andy and Keith's too. Oh, I mean. For sure. Uh, yes. All the way around. And uh, and honestly, I, you know, when I, when I think about it too, it's like I really, because I do believe God needed that to happen to work in our 
yeah. individual lives and our husband's lives or whatever. Yeah, I agree. And, and because I do think also how you had said, maybe you had created a little bit of an idol in your heart. I know I did the same thing because prior to, I never let, I was the person who I would make you feel like you were my best friend to some outside people, even the front yard friends. Yeah. Yep. To them, they would probably think they were my close friend because I have a tendency to want to love on all people. And you do that well. It's your natural yeah. and you're warm and you are a hugger and you, you do that well. People feel very loved by you. Very well, loved. And so that, and because of that, it's not something I plan. It's just what I do. And, and I think there probably were a lot of people who thought, what? She's, she doesn't think she's in an intimate relationship with me. I feel like I am with her. Like, you know, and yeah. so I probably hurt more people than I even knew because for me, right. it wasn't that way. I just was like, I can't let them know, um, you know, that I have a really crazy family or I can't let the, you know, there's just certain things yeah. that you don't want certain people to know. So, um, um, I just, because of that, mm-hmm. um, I think God just really needed to do some work in my heart. And he knew if you are being distracted with all these other things, Amber, I cannot, I cannot do the work I need to do in you. Yeah. And I know for me, as a result, I feel like our friendship, even our family's friendship is just healthier. It's Absolutely. just a, a really healthy, um, yep. friendship yep. now. And and, and that's the whole point of why mm-hmm. I wanted to kind of share our story Yeah, is that people can look from the outside and mm-hmm. not know any of that background no, no. because people who've only met us in the last couple of years yep. um, would just see that, oh man, their, their families are super close yeah. and not know, oh no, we've gone through oh, yeah. some real hard stuff. But yet that's the thing is like when you commit mm-hmm. to being faithful to the Lord in the way you posture your heart toward others. Yeah and bridle your tongue yep. and prevent yourself from sharing what you shouldn't share and thinking what you shouldn't think mm-hmm. and and not burning those relationships yeah. he can he can really do oh an amazing work oh yeah in and through it yeah for sure and and i think um i mean like you said it, it it's healthier than ever and i think it's just better than ever like and I'm just excited I mean I'm seriously excited about wearing granny panties with you and like picking out you know I'm just like you know the seasons ahead are going to be awesome and I'm just excited about it yeah. and life and the fun thing uh, well maybe we should roll into this favorite memories um the fun thing that we have had because we were married the same year yeah. is we've spent some fun anniversary trips yep. together yep. which have been a blast yes um What's, what's one of your favorite? It doesn't have to be from a trip, but what's one of your favorite memories? Okay, well, I'm going to share this from way back. And you probably remember it once I share it. But when we, when the kids were all little, I mean, I don't know how old they were. But, um, well, before I share this, I do want to say this. If, when you are looking for friends, and if somebody is like looking for friends, and like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on the hunt for friends or yeah. whatever. You really, you know, you, some of the things that you look for is like, well, what similarities do they have? You know, mm-hmm. do, we, do we enjoy some of the same things? Are kids the same age? You know, all those things. So we had similar stages of children. Right. Elle and Kate. Yep. Or Kaylin and Elle, Reed and Kate, and then Cash, Cash, and, Cash and, Drew. and Drew. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> anyway, the kids were little. I don't even remember how old they were. And we decided, all of us, that we were going to camp out in our backyard. <laughs> do you remember that? Yes. We got tents with the kids. 
we were, oh, we were weird. We weren't thinking through that. And we got tense and we were like, let's have a fun family camping adventure in our backyard. The kids were so excited. <laughs> so we did. We, we all camped out. And I mean, I don't think I slept a wink at all. I mean, I was ready to like pull hair out. I was like, what was I thinking? This is my house. And I think it made it worse if we were at a campground totally would have been like, there's no option. But knowing that my soft, comfy bed mm -hmm. was right through the door mm -hmm. made it dreadful. I was like, why don't I just... So anyway, we woke up in the morning. We emerged, Keith and I, my husband, from the tent. <laughs> the kids are, you know, sleeping soundly on the rocks. You know, they're fine. My back's bulging <laughs> with pain and all this. And so I'm like, so I, we like peek in your tent. Your kids are fine. I'm like, where is Andy and Becky? They weren't in there. So Keith goes, those traitors, did they go home? Like we were literally like, where are they? <laughs> and so we're, we go up into the house, you know, we're like, we're going into the house and there you two were in our kitchen making coffee. <laughs> and we we're like, you, and, and, and I remember you going, do you not have, I remember this. You're like, you don't have a coffee measurer. And I was like, what is that? You were like, you know, it's one of those things you tells you how many scoops you need to put into the coffee to, to match the water, you know, whatever. And I was like, we just eyeball it. And I remember that like, oh, but these are just memories that it's like, you know, you guys do, you could just walk into the house and make coffee. I mean, I was pissed because I was like, well, they need to be out here suffering with me. <laughs> I mean, it was probably five in the morning. Who knows? Because I couldn't sleep. Anyone listening to this who knows me knows that um, <laughs> just the fact that a camping scenario <laughs> included me in it was like a shot in the dark. <laughs> I don't really love to camp. Uh, I think we ended up making... Um, Andy had like a homemade ice cream maker or something yeah. too. Mm -hmm. We made like homemade ice yep. cream. I mean, it was the whole, we did the whole gamut. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was the whole we adventure. We still have that. Yeah. Because his grandma used to make homemade ice cream. Yeah. So we have. Yeah. Man, I have so many memories. Yep. Um, I mean, I remember, I do remember that day because we were all supposed to go to a baseball game when Kaylin got injured on the oh. um, trampoline. Yep. And some crazy do you remember on our trip when we went to Mexico to Cabo and the guys wanted to rent ATVs and we had to keep up with them yeah do you remember that <laughs> yes <laughs> I thought I literally thought I was gonna die <laughs> and you know like for me I always think I'm I mean I don't I know I can say I say I know that um I'm so strong and I can do all the things a man can do. And my husband would say, you think you can. So like when we were going to do those ATVs, I was like, oh yeah, I want to keep oh. up with these boys. And I was try. I mean, I was like working I for it. I thought I was going to die. Yeah. I thought I was going to die that day. Uh, I, and I wish it's like you could share pictures over the microphone so people could see our adventures and, I know. you know, all the, um, all the awesome things. And our most recent trip that uh -huh. we went on. <laughs> Um, we chose to go to the Dominican Republic when all of the people were dying there. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, and, and honestly, I am so bad about keeping up with current events that I yeah. really didn't even know some of the current events that were going on there because I just, I don't even watch the news. And uh, I mean, I need to be better about that, but I don't. So I was like, my, my a family member was actually saying, should you mm -hmm. go? There's mm -hmm. a woman that was like found deceased in a hallway right at yeah. the resort. You're, we're going to be our something. And I'm like, oh, it's fine. I know. So when we went and then my husband, yeah. Keith got deathly ill. Yeah. And we actually had to like put him in a wheelchair and get him up to the, our, our room because he was so sick. I mean, what an experience, what an experience, <laughs> what an experience. on a vacation, you know, I mean. <laughs> well, hopefully our 25th anniversary. Yes. Will be, um. 
much better. I know. Much better. I know. Well, there are, I mean, we could keep talking yes, forever. I know. And I know that I would love to have you back again because I would love everyone to hear your story of growing up yeah, and kind of what God brought you through, through yeah. family members and support that came around you. So that's just a little teaser yeah. that I'm going to have you back so that we yep. can kind of talk about all of those things yeah. because it's, it's really who you are. Yeah. And when people hear that backstory, they'll scratch their heads and say, how are you so normal? But then they'll also understand your heart yeah. and compassion toward others. So that's just a little, a little yeah. teaser yeah. that we'll, we'll do again. But on this is called the Let It Be podcast. And so the what really birthed this was this strong desire in my heart for us to see and recognize the promises that God has given us. And so what has been a scripture that doesn't have to be like a life verse or anything where you have just kind of found some purpose out of a promise that God has given us in his word. Well, <laughs> there are so many. Yeah. But I'm going to just focus on 2021 mm, okay. and um, what I have felt like for, you know, I, there's, I try to like, I try to pick like a word of the year mm -hmm. and then um, it just gives me focus to, to, kind of center myself around certain things. And so there is a verse. Well, first I will share my, my, my word of the year's flourish. Mm. And, um, for this year, for this for year, 2021. for 2021. Yeah. And there is a verse that, um, it's Psalms 92, 12 through 14. And it says the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. and They shall be fat and flourishing to show that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. Mm. And that is, that's what I want mm. is I want this year to be a year of flourishing. Mm. I love that. So, um, I'm going to, I'm going to give you this first and then I'm going to ask you our last two questions. I wasn't going to give this to you. I actually got it for your birthday because you have a big milestone birthday coming up. I do. 30. <laughs> no, 27 every year. <laughs> um, but you have a big milestone birthday coming up. Yep. And so I got you something that was going to be part of your gift, but because it already came in, I, I don't want to wait. Okay. So I'm going to give this to you. Oh, now. right now, right yep. on air. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. And so, and this is why I want to give it to you. Um, well, part partially because one of my other besties who lives down in Atlanta, uh -huh. she has started a new little business called Yes and Amen Designs. So everyone, okay. go to Instagram and follow her. And what she is doing is she's making what are called promise beads, and which I love that we didn't collaborate on her business, but I love that that's what my podcast is all about. And that's yes. now what her business is all yes. about. So um, what I have chosen to do, cause I've gifted, I gifted these to the women on our staff at church for Christmas. But what I have chosen to do is select a verse and a word Aww. for the people that I give this to. Okay. So um, the verse that I'm going to read to you is Ephesians five, one through two. And the word that I'm going to give to you is extravagant. And I will tell you why. Oh, so there's that. You can open it now while I read this. Um, 
So Ephesians 5, 1 and 2 says, follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. And the reason I've chosen this for you is that, and again, when people know your whole story, um, you love extravagantly. And, and, and as, as this scripture says that Christ loved us and gave himself up as a fragrant offering, it's not just an offering. It's one that's sweet and smells beautiful and is lovely. And everyone who knows you, Amber, would would agree with this and it's so funny because my my friend um andrea down atlanta she would say and to this promise we say yes and amen and so that is my gift to you thank you you're welcome um thank you and it should match your new office yes and it does so i and i just want when you see that i mean it's just something that sits mine sits right over there yeah but it's just something that sits as a reminder yes when you need a reminder that that Aww. is a gift that God has given you is Aww. this amazing, extravagant love for Aww. him and for others. Um, and then the verse is on the back of that little, Aww. so you can, Oh, I love this. This is so cool. This so, is so cool. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> all right. And then the last two questions I ask from all of, of all of my guests is what is something that you love? It can be anything. Um, well, because I just do love people, I love being with the people I love. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be doing anything super, like I'm not super adventurous. So, I mean, I'll do anything, but it's, you know, except bride drop zone at Kings Island. <laughs> you could not pay me <laughs> not an amount either. of money to do that. But um, I will do just about anything, but I, I just love being with the people that I love. And I love going on walks. Yeah. And I love coffee, but if I can like bring the people I love into those things, even I love good food. Mm -hmm. Um, and if I can bring the people I love into those things, even better. Mm -hmm. It's so funny because you and I are a lot of like that way where we like to be with people and our husbands are like, (laughs) (laughs) I'll be with one person. (laughs) Exactly. I don't need to be in a crowd. What does Keith say about friends? He's not Uh, taking any more applications. Right. That's what he says. He's he's done. (laughs) Applications are dry. He's not printing any new ones. He's done. No more applications. (laughs) He is so funny. That's not true. Everyone. He will be your friend. And then lastly, because this is called the Let It Be podcast, if there was one prayer that you could have answered, what would it be? Well, um, man, I write in my prayer journal just about every day. Um, And so there's so many prayers, right, that you feel each day. Sometimes, like, it's amazing how a day can change things. Mm -hmm. Uh, But looking again at 2021 and just this next year, Mm. I, I I wrote this down because I actually wrote this in my prayer journal, excuse me. And just the current climate and just the United States and just so many things going on in this last year where our calendars were stripped Mm -hmm. and just so many things that life just gets busy I, my prayer has been for God's people to flourish. I mean, really like this year at like the word flourish is, 
it, I mean, it means to grow and develop in a healthy and vigorous way. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just, I'm like, God, please let your people flourish this year. I mean, everything, their spiritual life, mm-hmm. um, their relationships, their finances, mm-hmm. the things that they invest in. God, please let your people mm-hmm. flourish. I love that. Let it be. I love you. I love you. Thank you for coming on my podcast. You're welcome. I'll have to have you back again. I think this has been a great way to kick off 2021. I hope that it has encouraged others who might be going through the word of the day, a season of challenges in their own relationships, friendships, but also the promise that God can do and will do what we open-handedly give back to him. And he's done that for us. And I know he'll do it for so many other people. So I love you. Thank you for the mountains. Thank you for the valleys. And thanks for being my bestie. Mm -hmm. Love you. Well, it is so good to be back with the Let It Be community. I hope you are as excited as I am. We have a lot of amazing guests lined up for season two of this podcast. And I hope you enjoyed my conversation with my friend, Amber. I love my friends. I love learning from them, growing with them, and just doing life together. One of my favorite verses out of scripture about friendship is John 15, 12, and 13. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this. To lay down one's life for one's friends. Next week is going to be our Valentine's Day episode, the first one ever, and I have invited my husband to join me on the show. So follow along this week on our Instagram and Facebook stories. You can follow him at Andy Ziegenfuss and me at Becky Ziegenfuss and ask us any questions about relationships that you have. We have never pretended to have a perfect marriage. We've been pretty open that it takes work and the work brings sweet reward. So the sky's the limit. Ask us your questions on those social media stories and we can't wait to share what we've learned in our almost 22 years of marriage. Have a great week. Thanks for being part of the Let It Be podcast.